Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Good evening and welcome back, everybody. This is episode 35 of Bitcoin Roundtable. Vince here. I am here with Darren and our producer, Libby. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, it's been an exciting summer. We had some uh, holidays. Uh, both Libby and I managed to kick a couple of uh, weeks and make it across the pond into the UK, which was very, very nice. I know you enjoyed your trip, Libby. I did. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I enjoyed mine a little bit more. Mine was minus kids, so it was. <laughs> it might have been a different trip where I got to sleep in and sit at the pub for a little bit longer than usual, but it's been a good summer here in Ontario. You know, even up until this week, it's been uh, extremely warm, but we're trying very hard not to complain about it because the Farmer's Almanac is calling for a, uh, a brutal winter with lots of snow. I think that kind of depressed everybody. You'll notice in our social media that Darren and I are wearing shirts that say Hodl on them. And they are compliments of Bitmore. Um, it's a company out of the States, I believe, Libby? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. A company out of the States who contacted us and they noticed that we had a social media presence and they wanted us to wear their clothing. And we said, sure, why not? Yeah, for anyone out there selling Bitcoin gold, or jewelry, you know, feel free to send some samples our way too. We can model them as well. <laughs> Absolutely, please do. And I believe we've talked about Hodel before, but uh, refresh our memories. Okay, from what I know, Hodel was started by a crypto blogger who was talking about what to do with your cryptocurrencies. And this uh, gentleman had had one or too many wobbly pops and kept on spelling Hold wrong so he was spelling it h-o-d-l it happened to stick and libby tells me that we are uh, considering bringing out our own clothing line we're considering it we're considering yeah. it i think it's a great idea well our friends at we trade hq they have just launched their own apparel line so check them out everyone because we love them they've got like a trading platform they're great guys i thought that was pretty exciting because we'd already chatted about it tweet us or message on Instagram what you've been interested in. Yeah, let us know. Do you think it'd be a good idea if we came out with t-shirts, hat? Get back to us. High boat shirts. Okay. Thanks. Well, the interesting thing to me is that you are an artist. And I've yet to see any Bitcoin-related art. Oh, gosh. From you. you get some real original art. Because you don't have anything to do. Yeah, really. Your your days are very free. You, know? you got free days, so you know. <laughs> you're really running around kids all day. And... We need something in the background. Yeah, we do. We you're like thinking. No, I'm thinking more of Bitcoin roundtable with the owl. Something in the background. We don't need a giant grizzly bear. <laughs> Why not? Because it doesn't have anything to do with what we are. You know what would be good in the background is a Las Vegas skyline. Or that. Uh, or that. The real skyline. That's the real skyline. Yeah. yeah okay. We, yeah, my, my worry is getting a half an hour out of either one of us if we to record if we happen to be in Vegas. So where, where are we sitting with Bitcoin? What did I see? It was at 60, just below 6,700, which yeah. is, you know, not bad. It's been fluctuating in and around the sevens for the last few weeks. Yeah, this has a feeling me of being in the accumulation phase where it's going to bounce around in the you know maybe between the mid 5000s and 7000 or 7200 kind of feels like it's 
been trying to bottom for quite a while now and it can't seem to break through basically six grand now so you know the jury's out still maybe somehow it'll break through in the next little while it's getting a little long in the tooth and it's starting to feel like it's getting ready for another bull run so it doesn't mean it can't go down to start with and you know i could be very wrong too my feeling is it's kind of got a bit more of a positive feel to it lately and perhaps come october even into november you could start to see uh, the general feeling that you may never be able to buy Bitcoin at 6500 again. Right. I do dollar cost average though because to me it's just less risk. Buy a little bit every month that way you know if it's down or up a little bit it all averages out. Mm-hmm. Remember when Bitcoin hit 20 or yeah, somewhere yeah. around 19? Yeah. Do you happen to remember where it was at in September of that same year? September, I think it was approximately six, seven thousand, so it's, or five thousand. So it's still possible for Bitcoin to get to the twenty twenty-five range by the end of December into the new year. Then. Oh yeah, well, you know the thing about Bitcoin is there's not that many of them, right? Like what you've basically got is a lot of buyers are waiting yeah. until they get the signal that it's time to buy, right? From what I've been reading. I think if Bitcoin starts to hit into the 7,700 to 8,000 range, that's pretty much a signal. And apparently at that point, you're going to see a significant influx of buyers. You know, like everything, you never know for sure, but very possible to see 20,000 for sure. Hmm. I mean, once people start buying, you know, it, it takes over. Well, it's going to snowball, right? It's just going to explode. Sure. I mean, imagine if it hits 14,000, right? People go, oh, Bitcoin just doubled in, in a month. And when everyone wants to hop on the train, who knows? I think it was Funstrat. Somebody was calling for definitely 10,000 by the end of the year. I read somewhere somebody's calling for $30 million Bitcoin by the year 2030. It's so random. You have to take predictions with a grain of salt, but my general feeling is that those who've been trying to drive down the value of Bitcoin are having real problems trying to drive it down further than where it is now. I mean, the ETFs all got rejected. Yeah. A lot of people are banking on ETFs to get the Bitcoin price rise up. Andreas Antonopoulos was kind of against the whole ETF thing for a good valid reasons. Every time you see a country within its currency starts to devalue in a significant way, that's the real use case of Bitcoin. And many people in countries like that their only way to actually hang on to anything of value is to literally put their money in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. When your money is eroding away so quickly, I think Argentina is at 60% inflation this year. You know, Venezuela is into the thousands of percentages. The Turkish lira just dropped 20% last week. If you have all of your assets, in this, you know, these types of fiat currency, you're literally just watching your wealth just swirl down the toilet. A lot of people are still waiting for it to calm down a little bit. But one week it's six, the next week it's seven, five, right? Just oh, the volatility. Sorry, thank you. Yeah. As soon as they see some sort of, you know, steady pattern, you'll see a lot more people start adopting it. I get the argument and I understand it, but it's still so early. It's in such a level of infancy that I just don't see the volatility shrinking that much for a significant period of time. Right. I mean, imagine if Bitcoin hits 22, 23,000 what kind of FOMO reaction you're going to get. That could very well send Bitcoin up to 100,000. And then all of a sudden, everybody tries to sell it and goes down to 30,000. I mean, 
the, the potential for volatility is still extremely high. And I understand that people want a stable currency, but me in particular, I would rather hold a currency that has the potential of increasing in value a hundred times over the next year or two, you know? I don't care about volatility because I don't have everything in it. Yeah, well, for merchants, I mean, BitPay, which has kind of done some bad things lately for Bitcoin, but, you know, it's a payment interface for merchants. So if I have an online store, I can enable BitPay. And what happens is the buyer purchases in Bitcoin, but BitPay puts dollars in my bank account. They convert it at the time of the purchase. Okay. So the volatility isn't there. It doesn't matter. You have your prices still listed in US dollars or Canadian dollar, British pounds, and BitPay just finds the equivalent of that amount in Bitcoin or Bitcash or whatever, and they do it on the spot. I think someone came up with a kind of an open source solution to BitPay, and they called it BTC Pay, and that's been gaining a lot more ground recently because of some of the roadblocks that have been thrown up by BitPay. You know, there's some really positive developments in that side of it, especially for, you know, the merchant side of things. And also, if you're running like a Shopify or a a third-party e-commerce interface, like a store, like uh, I think WooCommerce and BigCommerce and Magneto and all those. Okay, yeah. The, the larger stores, someone's gone through the trouble and wrote code that would allow someone to pay online store through Bitcoin. And if they're using BTC pay, then they get their funds in a fiat currency if they so desire. Right. So the volatility is, is not there. It, it doesn't matter. Like for merchants, you can find setups where you're not getting compensated in Bitcoin, you're just getting compensated in fiat currency. The Bitcoin purchase is on the spot converted at the time. Right. I hear it's a big complaint. When I look into it further, I find it really should be much less of an issue than it is. And perhaps the ones that complain the most. Maybe they're not finding the solutions that often exist. If you look deep, you may find it. Although it's still early in the game and there does need to be a lot more development in that aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lightning Network's a good example of that, right? It's kind of still in beta, but it's not. It's kind of coming out of beta. It's, oh, and I think there's 100 Bitcoin now in the Lightning Network. It's getting bigger. It's For merchant solutions, it's not super straightforward yet, although someone wrote some code. I think it runs on Microsoft Azure servers. So you pay them 20 bucks a month and you download it right from GitHub. It installs on the Azure server. Yeah. And then you can accept lightning payments, but it's still a bit of a techie's realm, right? Yeah. I think they're working on modules that support Lightning Network for the third-party e-commerce stores. It's still a bit early in its infancy. I fully suspect by Christmas, um, at least spring 2019, it will be a much different world, especially when you add on ICE and uh, Microsoft coming up with Bact, which is a merchant solution for Starbucks to accept Lightning Network. Uh, I heard a little about this, yeah. Yeah, it mm-hmm. kind of took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. They really get that rolling and implemented. You talk about growth. My God. Just the sheer advertising alone, if you, Starbucks, if they actually mention more at the checkout or advertising that's 
well placed. I said, yeah, you can pay with Lightning Network, you know, boom. How many thousands of Starbucks are worldwide? That's oh, and I think is. even the Starbucks clientele, your, you know, younger millennial clientele. Once that gets rolling, I feel that's a much more positive development for Bitcoin. Is It's basically free advertising with regard to the utility the great utility that, you know, the use of the Lightning Network provides. Yes. You know, instant micropayments at almost zero fees. It's unbeatable. Yeah. Maybe someone will come up with something better in the future, but it's hard to imagine a payment system that could be better. So you're saying hold <laughs> or total. <laughs> Everyone has their own kind of way of going about things and purposes and life and who knows? You know, there's many economics and finance professionals now that highly recommend Bitcoin be at least 4% of the portfolio. Sure, okay, it might be very risky, but if it's only 4% of your portfolio, the rare chance that maybe it goes to zero, okay, well, you lost 4%. The other side of it is if it goes from a $7,000 to a million, the whole idea of having a portfolio is to not have all your eggs in one basket and to try to maximize the growth of your finances with the minimal risk possible. So as long as you understand the risk. So the growth potentials of Bitcoin is high. Finance professionals still deem the risk of Bitcoin to be high. High risk, but high potential for a fantastic return. Mm -hmm. It, It belongs in portfolios. I think those that ignore it are probably going to do themselves a disservice. That's only my opinion. Libby, what else is going on? <laughs> We've got some new stuff to bring our listeners for the new year. and Yeah, we're excited. We definitely want to hear from people out there. You know? Yeah. I think we've done a good, pretty good job of covering a lot of different topics. You know, a lot of the interviews we've been doing, a lot of them focused along the blockchain platform. So if there's something out there you'd like to get a little more info on, contact us, you know, how to get a hold of us through our sites and let us know what you're looking for. If you really like our podcast, we'd love to have some help. So we do have a site you can donate to. It's operational cost. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> what's the Bitcoin dominance rate at? Oh, are you asking me because you think I should know? Or? Yeah. You know what it's at? Yeah. Oh, I hate it when you do this. I don't know, Darren. Why don't you tell me and everybody else out there what it's at? Well, earlier today, it was at 55%. Okay. What does it mean? When you take all the crypto, all of it, including Bitcoin, you add it all up. Bitcoin's the big dog. And the percentage of total money that Bitcoin represents of the whole kit and caboodle, 55 percent right i get it i think a couple of weeks ago it was at 50 percent oh interesting Ooh. and for that it is in the 40s and such right so mm, that uh, is interesting the king is getting more kingish uh, the dominance rate is very interesting to see hmm. a lot of cryptocurrencies are getting pushed to zero. Oh, right i see and, uh, you know, I think Bitcoin Cash, they were basically running around 10% of the value of Bitcoin and uh, they couldn't even hang on to that. I think they're down to about 8% or 7% now. And I think Bitcoin Cash is actually going to do our fork. There's more contention in the Bitcoin Cash community. It's definitely not sounding good for Bitcoin Cash. It feels like a house full of cats. <laughs> Just a lot of infighting and uh, not yeah. really coming up with proper solutions. Of course, Bitcoin Cash split quite a while ago now and that was before the implementation of the lightning network and i think segregated witness even so mm-hmm. 
a lot of expansive new technology that has been implemented in the Bitcoin code isn't really in the Bitcoin Cash code, although they've been trying to add it. So it feels like you can start to see the wear showing up at the seams. You know? mm. Bitcoin's out. It's interesting. All right. Yeah, Bitcoin is showing its strength. It's good to and see. its malleability, right? It, it's a piece of code. Yes. Right. You can add to code and because of the changes and some of the additions that have been added to Bitcoin. It, it takes over the functionality of some of the other coins, right? Sure. They may have invented coins saying, oh, well, you know, I want to be able to do X and not just A and B and C, you know, and then yeah. all of a sudden, a year later, Bitcoin's also doing that. Is it fair? I don't know. If you're going to invest in cryptocurrencies, make sure, you know, some of the more stable cryptos such as Bitcoin are a significant part of your portfolio. Although you don't have to take my advice. That's just what I think. So. Well, thank you for listening this week, everybody. We're just getting back from our holidays. We'll get back into it next week. Hit the ground running. For what it's worth, I didn't go to UK. I was here. Yes, Darren didn't go anywhere. <laughs> or Darren didn't have a, a, a European holiday. You went to the cottage. But I did go to my little cottage out there. It was nice. Yeah. And Darren also can't stop working either, so... <laughs> yeah, that's everybody keep that in mind for all you workaholics out there. But thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Bye. Hey, may the coins forever fall in your favor. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.